Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. You can never have enough catchers. I didn't know that was a thing. Like I heard that about pitching, like starting pitching, but now I hear all the time, well, the Orioles have 10 catchers in AAA and AA, but you can never have too much catching. I didn't know that was a thing. Why can you never have too much catching? Is that more important than having too much, I don't know, first baseman or too like, much It's like running backs, baseman? like the know. Patriots with running backs, like... Just and keep flipping them out there, you know. Yeah, yeah, I guess you need catchers to warm up all your crappy pitchers. Like they, they bring like anyone can warm them up. Who's going like, to catch Logan Verrett? They, they need someone, someone to catch. To I can catch Logan Verrett. I literally can catch him. It is. It's a unique position. Like in a pinch, you could put an outfielder in the infield or an infielder or an outfielder. But you got to be in a real crappy situation to have to put an infielder behind Ryan the plate. Behind the plate. Behind I remember there was a game last year where I think Weeders got subbed out. They like they pinch ran him. It was like going, it was either an extras or something like that. And then they put in Caleb Joseph, and I was like, "What happens if Caleb Joseph gets hurt right now?" Right. Like, and I think it would have been Flaherty being. I think I heard that he was the emergency catcher. He's like their bullpen right. catcher. It's, right. it's like That's when what the, says. it's like when the punter is like the backup quarterback. Yeah. It's like, oh, we want to see him get hurt. <laughs> like when Flacco goes down and Ryan Mallet goes down. Yeah. Like, I want to see, see what Cook happens in there. next man <laughs> up. in there. This is your opportunity. Exactly. So I don't. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Willie Beeman all over again. Exactly. But Bert's right. It's rare. Like we've seen Chris Davis pitch, but we've never seen like a third string catcher. Like. Yeah. Right. Like we've never seen a, a position player play catcher. But it's not like. But we've seen other crazy stuff. The teams don't carry a third string catcher though. Like in any chance, any situation where the first catcher gets hurt and you have to put in the second catcher. But even that, how there's always that a risk. If that second catcher goes down, you, we're in trouble for. The All rest it of the takes night. is one foul ball to the groin, like Caleb, <laughs> and we're finding out and going, "Oh crap!" How but I- it's not like catchers are dropping left and right every other game. No, it it would be a rare situation. Yeah, right. I mean, that probably helps with the rule that they put in, where if well, yeah, guys are getting yeah. steamrolled and they're <laughs> they're getting concussions, yeah. yeah, then it's like, oh crap, maybe we do have to carry yeah. another catcher. Isn't out it right. sad that they had to change the whole? role of the catcher collisions at the plate because Buster Posey was a wuss. <laughs> I can't believe his leg wasn't strong that's enough. Like his, that's that like his well. legacy. Yeah. He ruined the toughness of catchers what for a, the all-foreseen well, future. I think they should have turned home plate into like a little cushy mattress yeah. because of Kenji Morales 
Remember him for the Angels, yeah, jumping on mm-hmm, home plate, mm-hmm. and what? How did he break yeah. his leg? That's or something? just yeah. That's just him not drinking enough milk. I mean, yeah, drink more <laughs> milk for me bones. one time. Yeah. And now like, we all have to suffer I, I, because. I, but I think, I think we should turn into like just like a pillow or a couch, a couch. I think cushion. that goes back to his parents not feeding, not having him drink enough milk. Yeah, so yeah. That's, well, that's where. If anyone's to be mad at anyone, it's to and be maybe, mad at Kendry Morales' parents. And maybe he's lactose intolerant because that's a thing that happens and we're very um, concerned and we're very understanding of if that happens. Sure. But you can also drink almond milk, goat milk. Oh, we discussed that in the first hour, goat I heard, milk. I heard the goat milk part. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we had your first, TTM. And we had your 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 boy on the first hour, uh, Trey Mancini. He called in. I missed it. I woke up a little late. I slept in. I was up yeah. late playing the show last night. Okay, understandable. Um, you, yeah, and I, I think I tuned in at like well, he called in at ten thirty. Yeah, yeah. I think Something it was like, like ten forty five when I was like, oh that, crap, they're on. That's not too bad. We got a text from our intern. Saying he woke up at about two thirty. Right? <laughs> no, no, I think it was more like five thirty. Five p.m. <laughs> just Today? woke up. Sorry, guys. Just woke up. He was up till two thirty this morning, right? And, and he needs like twelve hours he, of sleep. He said it was a hard night of work, so he had to, yeah. I got I got an eleven month year old puppy, so I'm not. I can't. I don't think I've slept been been able to sleep in in a while. Oh, uh, it must be hard. Yeah, it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, a young puppy, cute little puppy, just yeah. jumping all over my face. <laughs> yeah, it must be really hard. Well, if you, you guys, can't handle it, there's. <clears throat> Um, adoption agencies, which will take that puppy from you. So that's always well, an option. His name is Manny. Okay. And I've already had talks. Uh, we How's did. His knees? His, his <laughs> knees are fine. His ACLs are intact. Um, he is getting something else removed next week. So, Hello. And then I think Manny still, uh, our Manny, I hope still has. Um, but <laughs> does my, our catcher have him? Right. Not, he's getting the Caleb Joseph treatment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's getting Joseph. Um, but my buddy, the Yankee fan, who's coming down next week, we did our podcast last week, and he goes. If Manny goes to the Yankees in two years, can I have your dog? Mm. And that's when mm. I pointed out my dog was actually named after the young Latino boy in Modern <laughs> Family. Which <laughs> <laughs> he replied, I no longer want your dog. So, yeah. That's a great character, though. Yeah, I, I think he's great. Except that's why that I named he's my no dog. longer a young Latino yeah. boy. Yeah, he's I, like I follow a grown him on Instagram. Is yeah, he old? He, yeah, well, he's uh, like... And in the show, he's he's in that awkward stage. That's the kind of person yeah. that should stay a small kid forever. It should be yeah, like one of those no. cartoons... Like Bart, he should just stay that age forever. Do, do you watch Modern Family? I Not recently. I haven't oh, okay. seen it in years. Yeah. The 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 son, like uh, the, with the like that's Luke. Manny's age. Luke. Luke. Oh Luke. my god. Luke is in the awkward phase. If you want to talk about an awkward, I phase. follow oh, all of it? them on Instagram, and that kid's like, <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, because I don't watch the seasons like in a row. I'll just oh, because like, you're a, a Netflix guy or whatever. Kind of, or yeah, but reruns. I'm just like I can't come home and I'm like, oh, eight yeah. o'clock, let's watch the show. So like, yeah, yeah, But if it's a Friday, way. like eleven thirty, I'm like, oh, there's a modern right. family. It's man. a rerun on. on or something. Yeah, yeah. But oh, then yeah, like it'll be like old episode, old episode, brand new episode. Yeah, he's who are what is that? Yeah, it's the little boy in a grown man's body. Yeah, he said. Yeah, like he. I don't know his voice. I mean, it's puberty. I learned about it, but I would not want to rewatch myself. Right. During that age era, right? Yeah. That's what's nice. Once you hit about twenty, and there's not a whole lot of things that change, right? Mm. Right from about twenty to forty, you are no, you are no, you no, get no. a little fatter. Th- I know that. Oh yeah, it's okay. You look tummy, but it's yeah. not like you're unrecognizable. I look at a picture of myself when right. I was twenty. I was a stud. Well, you weren't black <laughs> well, at the time. <laughs> I saw that picture. Oh, it was black face paint, not black face. You did a black face. It's, it's the same you thing. You did black face. There's no other way. I, would, I, I comment. I mean, you know like, how offensive that is? I would love to hear that followed by Your Honor like, <laughs> in a courtroom. It was black face paint. Your Honor, I was going for a limp biscuit thing. <laughs> right, right. Fred Durst was or, really big at or the time. Officer, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and like I was that. in the South. It was a little more acceptable. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. oh, well, on that note, should we start our show? Yeah, absolutely.
We're live. And we're back. Hi, and we're back. I'm sorry, my headphone jack is gone. Oh, uh, I took it, I think. That's messed up. There's another one so, I saw. I thought I could hear the music from out there. There you go. That's mine, by the way. I'll get that back at the end of the show. Yeah, see what happens when you let other people come and use the studio. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey. Eric from Barstool. Kicking butt. He just did an hour all by himself. That's impressive. Well, in fairness, I tweeted him once. So. I, I, I was hitting him up with the over-unders and, and, for a and, little and while there. And you stopped in there for about 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. For I, some pretty I regret entertaining that. podcast. I regret that now. <laughs> Why do you regret that? <laughs> I, I was a little stumbly, a little mumbly, a little rumbly in my tumbly. How many Miller Lights have you had? Everyone always praises those episodes. That's true. That's true. We're Bring back the uh, Sarasota 2013 episode. Are we, are we all going down to uh, uh, Outer Banks together this summer? Uh yeah, I, I, at least our paths will cross for a few nights. I would think. All right, I'm not going for the whole week. I don't think. Okay. And I have class. So I got to come home for a little bit and then go back. So hopefully, there's at least one night where all three oh, of us yeah. are down there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We can get a little oh, bit yeah. of that going on. Get a little bit of full yeah. house talk in there. Yeah. May, yeah. True. Might do a uh, a story time episode. Sure. I'm in. All right. Well, it's uh seven fifteen. This is when the uh. Oriole Spastics were supposed to call. We're supposed to do the show. Yeah, what happened to those guys? They didn't show up. We do have a phone call, so let's just take the call. Let's take this call. Hey, you're on section three thirty six. Yo, yo, I recognize that. Yo, you you guys stuck in a bunch of traffic. Yo, I I personally am stuck in a bunch of traffic. Um, Dean had to deal with a. A family thing, and thus we did not show up. But we're—you guys really should have seen this coming. We are <laughs> known to make promises we cannot keep. If you remember when you uh, guys signed up, my response immediately was, "Is this true?" It's, it sounded too good to be true. It—it <laughs> it was true as of uh, about I don't know like 9.15 this morning when I get a call from Dean saying, you know, all of a sudden there's an emergency that he needs to deal with. Well, I, um, I, I saw in vain with the Arrested Development thing, as soon as Josh said, uh, we've booked the Orioles Spastics for the show, I said, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> uh, I heard that we, I heard, well, I heard, in, I actually heard on the show, uh, in your fourth year anniversary episode, we got a, a begrudging shout out. Ah, uh, yes. Which I enjoyed. Well, we enjoyed that episode. I, that, I can't believe that was four years ago, man. I know. Isn't that nuts? Well, you know, if you're going to try to bring the Oil Spastics back together, I didn't think it would be easy. So this was a little bit too easy to just happen like this. It's gonna, it's, it's not going to be easy. So are you boys, is there going to be another podcast at some point in the future? Are you guys done? Um, we, we actually have working Google Docs talking about <laughs> things like 
who the hell is on the Orioles roster these days? <laughs> and when was the last time somebody watched Arrested Development? Um, so yeah, we're 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 shaking off the rust. Uh, we were hoping to have one out by opening day. Obviously, that is not going to happen. Right. Um, but we're hoping to get one out in the middle of uh, middle of April. Now, Arrested so, Development. We'll Arrested Development is is a cute show, I guess. I, I don't know. Is that still a trending type of show, though? Have you? They're thought doing about, a fifth season. Have you? Oh, are they? I'm pretty sure. Is that uh, right, Charlie? Yeah, they are. They are working on that. I would also, uh, without delving too much into it, I would say that some of the the themes of uh, Arrested Development are more apt than ever in today's political climate. <laughs> All right, all right. I'll just leave it. I'll leave it. I'll leave it there. I'll just, you know, it's. I think that the satire only becomes richer, uh, looking around at, uh, at just some of the the way that the way that uh, people are running other things other than businesses. Right. No, I I know where you're coming from, but I. I so that changed my mind because I was going to su- suggest that you guys update your show a little bit and like do a a parody on Two Broke Girls. Because that seems to be a pretty hit, funny show, and move away from Arrested Development. But I guess if they come out season five, stick stick with it, I guess. But have you ever thought about doing a Two Broke Girl or or, or your uh, podcast? (laughs) (laughs) I I haven't had the pleasure. I was thinking of of you know something way darker, uh, based on looking at our pitching staff, Uh, something like The Leftovers on HBO. Or uh, I hear This Is Us is like. People just cry all the time. Yeah, you just have to have stuff. a lot of crying on the show, I guess. Which, yeah, right, there's some yeah. connections so there. I, right. So, you know, I think you guys pretty much have, you know, actual sports analysis and guys you'd like to have a beer with market cornered. Uh, so we're not that, for sure. And Scott and uh, Jake, they do a good job on uh, evaluating things and talking about the ins and outs of it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, the local gambit is cornered. Um, and so I don't know. We I think maybe taking the the super sad clown approach would be would be okay. Find find just like a drama that just bums you out like crazy, and then make references to people dying and getting divorced <laughs> and yeah yeah I, other well, I, unhappy circumstances right. with the Orioles. I'm getting depressed just listening to you, man. I think that's I think that's you're on the right track, though. I think it, because there's plenty of opportunities <laughs> out there. You just have to choose as specific a niche as possible and focus on that specific, small, isolated niche. You know, that's the, one of the things when we talked about uh, bringing the statistics back is we actually had a decent following for uh, you know four or five months there uh, right before we, we that, that we, was about uh, the length of your podcast. Yeah, it was. No, it was, and that's the thing. That's why, <laughs> why people want it back because it was. It was It was freaking entertaining. I was entertained. They time. almost took us out. Talk. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not true. Well, so here's that, – that's the real question is does anybody want us back? <laughs> we, we mostly were, were doing it for ourselves when we started, and if we started back up, it'll mostly be doing it for ourselves. Um, well, you, but you, I don't know that there's any audience for it. Um, your I'm Twitter raising my account, hand right now. Count me in. Their Twitter account has still remained active even yeah. after the podcast podcast ended, and it, it's 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 people's favorite. I think among Orioles fans, it's one of the favorites. No, we try our best. Who's who's in charge of that Twitter account? Are, 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 who has that? Who it's, has the power on the, on the Twitter account? It's it's mostly me. Uh, <laughs> So Dean Dean will will get in there with Arrested Development stuff sometimes, and Chris. Uh, I think Chris lost the password. Luckily, <laughs> Chris. Uh, Chris was a little bit more bleak <laughs> with his stuff. Now we uh, should we should clarify and tweet about you know 
Tommy Hunter blowing a lead or something. <laughs> I don't think we said it at the top of this phone call, but this is Charlie oh, this Hoppus. Is Charlie. This is Charlie Hoppus. Charlie Hoppus, welcome to Section 336. It is an honor <laughs> to be back. I was thinking it's been a, it's been a while since I was in your guys' studio. Uh, you guys had me on a show god like yeah like three years ago it was definitely uh, at josh's it was, it was wonderful it was at josh's old house you haven't been to the new house with the the studio and we've been here at least a year now oh yeah yeah been yeah i've seen uh i've seen the setup and it's, it's just like beautiful it's like mouthwateringly gorgeous come down here charlie I, we, like we the, miss uh, you we need you <laughs> i was so looking forward to coming today <laughs> um i we, I don't know if you remember this, but we we did a promo for all the podcasts uh, getting together on a network. Uh, yeah, yeah, the like uh, three years ago, and we did a we did a spot for it. Yes, um, and the spot ended with me. I, I had been dressed up nicely with a microphone in front of me and Orioles gear on, and uh, the the spot ended with me uh, yelling up the stairs at my mom, and I <laughs> it revealed that I was. Pantsless in my basement <laughs> of my mother's house. I do remember, uh, which, yeah, which was which was uh, an exaggeration, but not much of one uh, for the way that we ran our podcast operation. Um, well, I and so I I would imagine you, the your guys stuff you, that you could face some trouble. Like we're going Facebook Live now, and podcasting without pants could could impact the Facebook Live video. Like you well, might want to put pants so, on. So far, we're okay if you're going pants. Facebook Live. It's as long as we're wearing the shirts for now. Yeah. I came real close once wanting to show off my new MeUndies. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Are, are you guys Are you guys uh, sponsored? No. no. No, but I do love no. MeUndies. No, but, yeah, me but Bruce keeps on dropping these <laughs> MeUndies references, thinking that if you just say MeUndies enough time, they'll they'll come and want to and sponsor us. I love it, MeUndies. It hasn't, <laughs> it hasn't worked yet. <laughs> I forget what podcast I listen to that is sponsored by them. So I, I feel like they all are. Their, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you guys just gotta you gotta get some money out of them. Yeah, come yeah, on, Miandi. So we just up. talk about Miandi's and Blue Apron enough times because <laughs> uh, every podcast is associated with Blue Apron. Stamps.com. And, and <laughs> I hear that it's easier than going to the post office. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> come from a man who also I, listens I, to podcasts. Fast forward through that anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, right. So I if, fast forward through all that. <laughs> Char, Char, Charlie, would you be offended if I asked you uh, a question about the or- Orioles right now? Would that offend you? Because I know I would. Yeah, I, I would. I would field it. I would field it. All right, all right. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Orioles this year? Is that is that <laughs> uh, is that ambiguous and broad enough for you, or do you want me to be even what, vague? Predict, I, I can go. I can go even more vague if you want me to. <laughs> Orioles go. More go. I actually, <laughs> I am. Really excited. I don't know what my level of expectation is. Um, I'll say that. I, I am really, really excited about uh, Ryan Flaherty. About just like the prospects of what we can be, you know? Yeah. Um, there's no question that the talent is there. I think the most exciting part is for me, the, the, the lineup's going to be the same. It's going to hit a million home runs and strike out a million times. And uh, they're going to probably have a Baltimore Sun type font all planned out with. You know, Davis hits two, Orioles lose eight to two. Yep, because uh, that's what's just going to happen like six or seven times this year. Um, but I think the most exciting part is if Gosman can turn a corner and if Bundy can hold it together and turn a corner. Uh, I mean, that is something that I've been looking forward to. Young pitchers coming to real fruition. 
for how many years, Charlie? Having their actual potential. How many years have we waited like, for that? I mean, since Matt Riley? <laughs> like, I don't know. Right. I, I don't know. Since I was literally a little boy. Like, yes, that was, was our childhood. Our, our childhood was waiting for those pitchers to develop and be good. That was our entire childhood. And now, at, in, in, in our 30s, we're going to finally see it happen. Maybe. Maybe. Perhaps. Maybe. Not, maybe not even. But, like, that that to me is the most exciting part. I, I, uh, I was actually talking to... Uh, a couple other baseball fans this weekend, just, you know, uh, opening day coming up. Right. And they were talking about, they're talking about the Orioles and, you know, what's, what is, what it's like to be an Orioles fan. And I said, lately, it's, it's just really fun. You're sort of not out of any game. You can lose pretty much any game. Uh, the bullpen is spectacular and Machado, even if everything else is going bad, Machado is going to make a crazy play in the field, you know, pretty much every other game. Yeah. Um, in in baseball, so in basketball and football, you get the opportunity to see players really display their talents almost every single game. Uh, if you watch a Clippers game, Blake Griffin's going to throw down just like an obscene dunk almost every single game. Uh, if you watch, I don't know, if you if you watch a any any Patriots game from the last 15 years, Tom Brady is going to throw for 300 yards. Right, three touchdowns. Almost every game, yeah. right? It feels like, right, yeah. You're going to see those players at their best. In baseball, that's so – that's just not how the sport works. Um, it's much more the day-to-day. Uh, and what's incredible about Machado is – and I think it's relatively unique in the sport. I think probably Trout and Harper and a couple of the other guys. It feels like every day he does something that, you know, even though you've already seen it every other day of the entire summer, you're just like, oh, there he is. That's There's Machado. Like, there there he is doing his thing. Yep. Yeah, it's true, and whether it's with the with with the bat or with his glove, and that's why some people want to get want to jump to 2019 and talk about how well it's going to be really it's going to be hard for the Orioles in 2019. And I just want to always say, like, yes, that's probably true, but can we slow our roll a little bit and just appreciate what we're watching right now as one of the best Orioles to ever put in the uniform play third base is a pretty pretty cool thing. Yeah, that's exactly right. And and so between between the fact that we can slog our way into any game. Uh, our pitching staff will be great in the back and at least kind of have some upside in the front. Uh, and Machado doing his thing every day. I'm, I'm just excited for the season. Um, I don't think that there's any way that we're, you know, worse than, let's say, 78 wins at, at, at very worst, yeah. uh, hovering just a little bit below 500. And I can, you know, I'm not spoiled yet. I, I can enjoy an Orioles season with 78 wins with that sort of formula. Every night is exciting to watch, uh, and that's, I think, rare in the sport. Yeah, and, and I, I know we want more than just to go to the playoffs, but I remember, oh, yeah. uh, and I, I'm still like grateful for competitive baseball in August and September. There was a long time that we didn't have competitive baseball in August and September, and so every time the Orioles are in, the, are in a race in August and September, I, I appreciate that, and I know it's not ultimately what we want, but I, I still can appreciate the fact that we're relevant and that we're going to be in the running uh, come late August and September. Yeah, I think, I think exactly to that point, I one of my biggest memories since the Orioles have been relevant 2012 on 
is in 2013, it was either late August or very beginning of September, we went to Arizona, um, and it was a big series for us. We were, we were still hanging in. We were sort of uh, fading in the standings a little bit. And we sort of felt like we had, oh, this is a road trip where we can pick up some, some games. Uh, the Diamondbacks were not that great. Mm-hmm. Um, and they walked off against us twice. Uh, Goldsmith hit a, hit a walk-off single one night and a walk-off homer another night. Jim Johnson just was throwing, you know, beach balls. Yeah. Uh, and thinking about that series and... I don't know, the the way it kept me up at night and how mad I'd get, I, like, that is as worthwhile as, you know, that Tiger series um, and the Delman Young double. and all. It's just part of the fandom. It's, it's nice to have, it's still, you're right, it's still fresh to feel even just that kind of pain as opposed to just the dull aching of, 14 straight losing seasons yeah um, yeah where you were just kind of you 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 paid attention in in april may and june because you're always optimistic but come july it, it was that it was that you just didn't carry either way and so i agree with you even when it's kind of bad emotion at least you have that emotion with your team that you actually care about whether your team wins or loses because it does matter where for a long time it didn't matter if they if they won or lost yeah, and, and Machado uh, screwing up his knee. I I remember it was like somebody ran over my dog. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was devastated. <laughs> you know, I, I forget the playoffs. All of a sudden, that didn't even matter. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it just yeah. having having relevant a relevant team with relevant players that you're attached to as both baseball players and personalities. Uh, Having a leader like Buck, all all those sorts of things, I would watch a Buck Showalter team that you know finished fifteen games below five hundred. Yeah. He's just like he's so steady. He he believes in his guys, which is infuriating about half the time. Yep, and really inspiring the other half of the time because he gets stuff out of people that no one else would get out of them. Uh, it really gets blood out of a stone when you talk about production from certain players. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a really great time to be an Orioles fan. And I, for a long time this off season, I spent, you know, fretting over what our rotation was going to look like, uh, wondering about our outfield defense and having some sort of functional bench that makes any sort of sense. Uh, and, I don't know. I think as the season, maybe it's the hope springs eternal thing, uh, but as the season gets ready to go, I just am really excited for you know six months of watching this particular particular iteration of the team. So, um, regardless of how they end up shaking out, I agree. So then, how soon do we get to see you down at Camden Yards? Do you have some games <laughs> planned yet? Hopefully, hopefully soon. Uh, my girlfriend is a Red Sox fan, oh. uh, which is you know, dismal. That, that yeah. doesn't make any yeah. sense. We, 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 the next time you ha- that you come on the podcast, we're going to spend a whole other segment on that, but I don't have time to get in that right now. But okay, fine. Mo- mo- moving on. Uh, she, is, she, is, she is wonderful. Uh, I posted uh, the Andino walk-off hit in 2011 uh, a couple weeks ago, 
and uh, she commented on it that she watched the whole thing and was angry, but was happy because she could imagine me being excited as, like, you know, a a mid-20s, like, dopey Orioles fan that hadn't had any anything for forever. Uh, So she's a good one. She's a good one. She's taking me to see the Orioles in Fenway, um, which I'm really looking forward to. I've been to Fenway outside of it a couple times, um, so I get to game in, in Fenway. So, so you're uh, one of those couples I, where I can't, can't wait for. It. So you're one of those couples where you, you'll wear the Orioles jersey and she'll wear the Red Sox jersey, and you guys will hold hands walking down the concourse. Yeah, and people from both sides will hate us. <laughs> we'll give, right, we'll right, just right. give you dirt, dirt, Nobody, dirty looks. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Nobody feels good. Nobody feels good about it at all. Like the Red Sox fans are going to be like that guy. Are you kidding yeah. me? The Orioles. <laughs> That's a good point. Just stay home. Watch the games at home. We don't need you. <laughs> Stop it. I'm going to come down at some point. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. And uh, and we look forward to uh, – we encourage people to go check out Oral Spastics. You can follow them on Twitter at Oral Spastics. Absolutely. And stay tuned for their next episode. Or at least five more teasers. Or more teasers, yeah, at least. <laughs> yeah. Dean, Dean keeps putting out teasers. So I think <laughs> I think at the very least uh, you, you can stay tuned for yeah four or five more teasers. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll take it. All right, Charlie. All right, well, Charlie. Thanks, thanks for calling thanks, in, man. man. It's good talking to you. Hey, sorry, sorry we couldn't be there, and I really appreciate you guys having me on. All right, 2018. Absolutely. You can bail again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, take care. All right, see ya. Man, if only we had like a whole hour to give them. <laughs> right, right. We, uh, Charlie's great. Isn't Charlie great? Yes. He's great. Yep. He's yeah. great on he 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 calls in the bottom morons a lot. He's he's great. Um, he's great all around, and he's yeah. he's called in the bird's eye view before. He's he knows his Orioles. He's good. So he's we good. we've got someone sitting on hold. I'm guessing to give their prediction because we put out there. Hey, the seven o'clock hour. Give us a call. All right. If you want to, uh, phone, lines are, phone, phone lines, lines are open. Phone lines are open. As soon as we see calls up there, we will take them. Is the number? How do people have the number? It's on the it's on the video screen, but it's four one zero two one six fifty eight hundred. And this guy's been waiting for seven minutes. Wow. Hey, you're on section three thirty six. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, who and who is this? This is uh, Jim Rooney. Hey, thanks for calling in. So you have your Oriole prediction for for the season. What what are you thinking this year? I do. I'm uh, I'm thinking 89 wins and the uh, first wild card. Wow. All right, I'll take it. First wild card. I'll take it. 89 wins for the first wild card. That that means, and I could see that. And, it's a down year. And 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 that means we'll be playing a home playoff game. That's what. Bucks yeah, it's it's, uh, it's our time to get that. Uh, it's, it's our time to get that home wild card game, man. I mean. We've been there enough. We got we got to get it at home this time. That's true. We played in two of them. The first was in Texas, and then last year was in Toronto. Can you imagine how loud Cam Cam Yards has represented well in the ALDS? Yes. a few times now. Yes, ALCS once. Yes. Uh, like let's get it happening for a wild card game. Why not? Yeah. Well, I'm again, down. ideally I, we'd skip that. I think well, I, I was there for I was there for all the playoff games in 2014. It was crazy, and I couldn't imagine a one a one game playoff. It, it, it's it's not. It yeah. would be a lot of fun. And, yeah, and, and 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 we were at all those games too, and we know how to do it right. Like Detroit Tigers, their fans don't know how to do it. We know how like on yeah. every yeah. pitch, standing up at every pitch. Like yeah, I think it would be an awesome to have a home wildcard game. That'd be great. Yeah, that that one game, do or die, go home. That that would be nuts. Yeah, I could just imagine. It would be nuts, and I like your number eighty nine. I think it's about right. I think it's about right. that's a good number. I like I'll that. take yeah. it. 
Yeah. I'll take that over no playoffs at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Definitely. I, I got I got my season tickets and I got my playoff money waiting. Will you be on, at opening day tomorrow? Nah, I won't be at opening day tomorrow, but I will. I I'll be there every Sunday after that. Very good. I, there's nothing wrong with the Sunday plan. They, nah, they, yeah, they started winning on Sundays recently. There was a few years there where they lost every Sunday, but now they've, they've turned that yeah, around a bit. Yeah, in the first couple of years, me and Wally playing, it was, we couldn't win a game on Sunday. We finally started winning. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you for calling. Uh, send us a message to make sure that I'll, and we will send you a Section 336 magnet. All right, guys. We'll do All right. Thanks for listening, man. All right. Here you go, man. All right, we've got another call on the line. How's it going? Are you there? This is section three thirty six. The the green light. Oh, on. the caller's there. Hold on, let me return you back to queue. I screwed up and I hung there up. There he is. Oh, uh, this this is embarrassing. No, this, this is embarrassing. Josh hit the wrong button. I think I hit the wrong button. The button button lover strikes again. I think loving the wrong buttons. Yeah, it looks like uh, I hung up our phone. Oh so no! This is going to be fun. I've got to get our phones reset up. You okay, got, you guys okay. cover for a little we'll, bit. We'll I, vamp. They call it vamping in the business. We'll vamp for a minute. Okay, I apologize to the ten people on hold who just got hung up on by the button lover. <laughs> apologize to you all. So, uh, Matt, as as a Harry Potter fan, would you give Emma Watson an eight over under? Emma Watson? Yeah, eight. Well, I don't know what that number means. What do we mean, eight? Women are typically ranked on a. a she's a ten. Oh, I don't. Or she's an eight. Oh, I'm you. sorry. First of all, I have issue with your premise because I don't rank women. Well, if you're doing about celebrities, it's okay. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. In that case, now Harry Potter, I think of her as like a young girl. That's so, true. It's a little weird. So it's weird for me to rank her. I was just trying to relate. Is a, she a film in the new? I've seen her in. I, I watched the. I don't know if you read the book. I read the book because I'm a nerd. I the, didn't. The Circle. No. And now I saw there's a movie with Tom Hanks. Have you seen the commercials for this? Oh, and she's in it. Is that Emma Watson in there? Yeah, that's her. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, see, that's... She, she's like the girl next door. She's cute. But not Nate. No. No? Though that's my kind of girl. Like Meg Ryan, the girl next door. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, she's like... She would be Meg Ryan if we were still living in 1988. Yeah, that's true. So Emma Watson is she, Yeah, she, she's a 10. She's like the newer Meg Ryan. Are you hearing all these Thank funny noises? Thank you for calling Call-In Studios. Yeah, and you're on Section 336. Please enter your show number and press... You, you sound like a robot. Can our listeners hear all Enter that? Enter your six-digit I think so. Yeah, all right, good, good. This robot's taking over our show. Absolutely. We're, we're getting all the callers' predictions. Uh, are we going to give... I have some bold predictions. Oh, I, my bold prediction is going to knock your socks off. i got to put a unique one. invalid pin for section 336. Please re-enter your six-digit pin. Oh, God, we're going if under. If you think you have reached the wrong show, <laughs> hang up and try again. <laughs> this message will self-destruct in five seconds. Inspector Gadget right here. The claw, Doctor Claw is calling in. What's the? Can we do a teaser here? What's the topic of your bold prediction? It's, or related, I hope. Um. Or no. <laughs> it it has to do with the postseason. Okay, I thought you would make a like a Walking Dead related. Uh, no, no, or no. Disney it's, World related. It's uh, strictly baseball okay. related. It's strictly baseball. I tried to keep it serious for when it okay. comes to my bold prediction. Yeah, you're not doing like 23 straight extra inning wins. No, that was ridiculous. Everyone yeah. knows that. Yeah. But this this one might be. Also ridiculous. I also would like to share our MBOs. A predi- most valuable prediction Oriole? for most vo- valuable Oriole. Yeah, unless is that just a Manny? Can we not even discuss it anymore? Is that Manny wins? And I don't think I don't see how he can't give it to Manny. Yeah, he should win every year, but he doesn't. He's gonna be the most valuable player in the American League this year. You think so? So I think by default he becomes the most valuable Oriole. 
Mm. There's a group of people who have literally already voted for Mike Trout as most valuable player even before the season started. They all are on fan graphs and they think Mike Trout won the MVP before Thank the season started. Thank you for calling Call-In Studios host and call screener line. Please enter your show number. <laughs> Still so doing weird. Enter your six-digit PIN number. Welcome, host. Hey, you are like now in the host room and can manage your callers from the call-in studio web interface. So here's my question about Mike Trout, though, because everyone still loves Mike Trout, and he is the bona fide MVP of the American League, whether you know you want to make an argument for Manny Machado or anybody else. It's still Mike Trout at the top of everybody's board for the most part. How long – because the Angels stink. The Angels still have not built a team around Mike Trout. How many more years is he going to give them as the MVP of the league, still playing on a crappy team until he starts to, like – make a stink about it and be like, look, I want to be on a winning baseball team. Either you build around me or I want to be traded. Yeah. The yeah. only reason he doesn't win the MVP by a thousand votes every year is because he plays on a crappy team. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. But how long is he going to put up with a crappy team? How many years is left in his contract? I, they signed him for a long one a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, I, I still think you got maybe three years or something left. Over. All right. You, you guys like that little behind the scenes of how our phones work? The robots were taking over. Yeah. I got a little scared. It was like, so anyway, here for well, a the phone lines have been going on since... 9 a.m. I've had them on and running, yeah. and it's all been going well until I clicked the wrong thing, I guess. But uh, let's try the phone lines now. Hey, you're on Section 336. Hi, this is Justin Rice calling. Um, my prediction is the O's will go 89 and however many losses. That <laughs> I is like that. 89 wins. And, yeah. and, and they'll, they'll probably sweep the Sox in the ALDS, then lose in the AL. Yeah, or the ALCS, um, probably to Cleveland. Interesting. How awesome would be the I love that. And then I do have a bold prediction. Oh, uh, well, bring two, it. actually. I think Jonathan Scope will be the starting AL second baseman. In the All-Star game? And Yes, in the All-Star game. Okay. And then Jonathan Scope will win the AL silver slugger for second base. Oh, so you're 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 on the scope Big, bandwagon. He's all right. in. Scope, I like that. scope and proven. Jonathan Scope's my boy. <laughs> hey, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Probably. I like that. I like that. All right, cool. All right, Justin. Well, well, thank, well, thanks for calling in, man. Thanks for calling again. Good predictions. Send us a message. No problem, guys. And I'll send you a magnet. So, all right, we right, got go O's. Go O's. That's our, our second one for eighty-nine wins. Yeah, I like that. So feel free to call in. Justin uh, was all about Jonathan Scope, man. Yeah. I love it. I I've talked about it on Glenn Clark show on Friday. Like we are blessed to have the infield of Jonathan Scope and Manny Machado and and both are on the incline. They're on the upswing. Yeah. Like these guys incline? Upswing? Yeah. Okay. Up, yeah. Up, up, upcline? I think I used the word upcline. In, in, incline up would be the official regular like dictionary word. These guys are not going to get worse from 2015 to 2016. Or um, now we're in 16 to 17 yeah. is what I mean. They're not. They're, they're going to be better than they were last year. There's no chance. As good or I, – I, see, again, I know you guys say this. I have a hard time imagining Machado being better than he was last year. Yeah. But you're right. It's possible. It, it's going to happen. Okay. Um. So, uh, you know, now's the time. The The – Iron is hot. Mm. The iron is ready to strike. Is that the word? Strike yes, strike yeah. while the iron is hot, I believe is the phrase. Uh, and 
now's the time to do it, baby. Yeah. If, yeah. if only the pitching could keep up with the superstar lineup and defense that we have going on. I don't think our pitching's as bad as we want to think it is. I think it's as bad when you look at who our com- our com- yeah. competitors yeah. are. Yeah, if you're comparing I, I agree it to with the AL East, it's bad. If you're yes. comparing it to all of baseball, it's okay. Yeah, but the problem is we need to beat our closest competition. Yeah. We don't need to beat the Brewers and the Twins and, you know, whoever else is the garbage heap of baseball. We need to beat the best of the best right now, which is the – Blue Jays. Yeah, because last I Sox. checked, we're playing the AL East. Yeah. And the AL East, the Red Sox, and, and uh, you know, a Red Sox series, and, and the last card, Justin said, uh, he predicts that we'll beat the Red Sox and the LDS. And it's possible because we took out the Tigers and That's three true. former Cy Young winners. But if we play the Red Sox and everyone's healthy, I mean, we're talking about Sale uh, with the first starter, Price, the second starter. Sure. Just overcoming that. And outside of that, they they have good pitchers too. So, But, he, I, but we, we can continue to say – I mean, who would have thought we wouldn't have beaten Scherzer, Verlander, and Price yeah. back to back to back? Yep. You know, so yep. nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. Well, it, it helps that they had a horrific bullpen. <laughs> that certainly <laughs> helps. But even... it just shows that if you can bypass, you know, if you make, if you can survive the first six, seven innings, yep. it's anybody's game, no matter how good your starters are. Typically, if teams have the best starting rotation, like the Red Sox have a great starting rotation, the Blue Jays have a great, great starting, starting rotation. rotation. Yeah. How are. Can their bullpen compete with our bullpen? I'd bet no. Right. Right. So if you can survive the, the starter, it's anybody's game after the seventh yeah. inning. I would argue the next best bullpen in, in the AL East uh, goes to um, the Yankees when you have Chapman and Batances. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Uh, but their starting pitching is going to be an issue over there. So, but, but you're right. In our division, I see a lot of late-inning games. And I'm sorry. You get to the seventh inning, a tie game, even down by one. I like the Orioles' chances because our bullpen's going to outpitch your bullpen every day of the week when you talk about Boston and the Yankees. Guys, I mean, we, Boston and the Blue Jays. Guys, we started our day with the uh, early morning mm-hmm. episode. We're releasing these as two separate episodes. So okay. if you didn't hear our morning show, it's the episode before this. Yeah. And um, if you're downloading it, that is. And the, the, we, we started it with Trey Mancini and to talk to him about what it's like to now make the team. Right. right. So now the uh, – the the official press has all gotten a hold of him, and here's a great line from Trey Mancini. The thing that's going to help you is you've embraced it so much. You really wanted to attack this thing. Yeah, I, uh, you know, from the start, I, I wanted to get on the team, whatever it was, you know, first base, DH, outfielder. I, I, uh, yeah, I was ready for whatever role was given to me. I, I danced with the Oriole on top of the dugout to. Thank God I'm a country boy if they if it meant being on the team. So yeah, I mean that's yeah it's uh it's a uh, really really cool to be here. Oh, that's a great line. He's gonna that's be he's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, and hopefully he's able yeah, to that's stick why, That's why we like Trey. Yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a great line. Dance with the Oriole bird, and see that that shows a knowledge of what happens at an Oriole sure. game. Yeah, and it shows his willingness. Now I I would say now, do you know what I would say? It's time for him to do it. Dance, Trey, dance, dance. 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 Yeah, you you can take seventh inning and get up there and dance. Yeah, as like uh, from that what's what's the Boston movie with um, Fever Fallon? Fever yeah, pitch? Fever Pitch, where you had to dance for the Yankee tickets. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Now, and we and we picked a, a little bit. We picked at it a little bit because uh, Trey Mancino is is not going to be in the starting lineup every day. He's going to be a guy who's going to substitute in late in a game or get a favorable pitching spot and maybe get in a starting lineup spot here and there. The best way for him, he he could be in the starting lineup every day if he performs. Yeah. If if he 
If he's, oh, if he's, he's hit, hitting every time he comes up, if Buck's he's not going to sit him. Yeah, yeah, he could be the right fielder every day. Um, you know, but he's he's going to put in the work and and based on the he's called into our show section three through six twice now, and based on the conversations we've had with him, he's the guy I want on my team. He's the guy I want trying to take the right fielder's place. Whoever that if if that's Seth Smith, if that's Mark Trumbo, or whoever's playing right field every day, I want uh, Trey Mancino working his butt off to try and get that guy's spot. You know it's Mancini, right? Yeah. Not Mancino. You have no room to, <laughs> to correct me on a misspoken word, I'm just Josh. saying, you've said Mancino twice. One, the one time. I can think of the Encino man. <laughs> I mean, I would say the, the the one thing, though, the kind of disadvantage for being a guy like Trey Mancini is he's only going to play against left-handed starting pitchers. Mm-hmm. And if you look at them, they at least, you're talking about... It's a lot of playing time. Chris, no, but look at who, who you're hitting against. Chris Sale. Yeah. Like, no one hits against him, righty or lefty. David Price, you, you're you're talking about um, Francisco Lariano, uh, Hap, uh, who won 20 games last year. J.A. Hap, yeah, J.A. Hap. So you're talking about really good pitchers who are left-handed. So he's not he's going to have his work cut out for him if he wants to hit against them. And it also means when the bad lefties come, like Eduardo Rodriguez, who's a bump for Boston, and he's a lefty. <laughs> it means he's going to really have to rake against Eduardo Rodriguez, former Oriole. F- former Oriole, yeah. You, you guys want to get in some bold predictions? Yeah, I was about to say that. If we got nobody on the yeah, line, let's do that. For bold predictions. All right. If you want to call in, you can call in now, but we're going to put you on hold until we get through these bold predictions. Right. It might be All six right. minutes. Call in with your own bold predictions. <laughs> Absolutely, but not. But we're going to put you on hold because I'm going to finish my bold predictions. All right. We went through our uh, – when we filled in for Glenn on Friday, which is available on on our podcast, we went over our, our regular standard predictions, yeah. right? Yeah, I was going to change mine, throw out two different numbers to kind of hedge my bets a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I'm saying 79 wins for the worst. Well, do we want to? Oh wow! Well, I was going to say after I I wrote 92 on the blog. Why don't we do bold predictions yeah. and then we can talk about those? We all can, right, all right. Come right. Back I wrote 96, but I meant 69. <laughs> <laughs> let's, go, let's start. Okay. Let's start bold. All right, all right. Who wants to go first? Um, I have three. I don't know. I'm not sure which one to go with yet. So someone else goes first. All right, I've got one. All right, Wade Miley and Ubaldo Jimenez together get. 25 to 30 wins. That's a pretty... Uh, I have two issues with that bull prediction. That's, yeah. One, it's not very specific. 25 to 30? Uh, it's a number. 28. That's 14 okay. wins apiece. All right, that's bold. That is bold. La- last year, Miley had nine, and Jimenez had eight. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking for a huge improvements on both of those guys. So and, I'm going to say 14 right. wins each. That and, would be huge. And sabermetrics, I would like to point out to our sabermetricians who are listening, Josh is saying huge improvement will equal the pitcher getting more wins. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, yeah. I, I know that doesn't work with saving metrics. I'm just right. saying. If you have Kevin Gossman's um, uh, runs per game like he had last year, that won't right. happen. Right. <laughs> but even if they do pitch well. But all right. I like it. 28 wins. I got what I feel like is a fairly unique bull prediction because I thought of this on my drive down here this morning at 8 a.m., 9 a.m., whenever that was. Um, the Orioles are not going to make the postseason. But. No, wait, that's <laughs> but. There will be seven former Orioles playing in the postseason this year. Hold uh-huh. on. But, but you want to name them? But there's, no. there's three on the Cubs already. That's what I'm saying. That buys me it. I only need four more. Former, the, at any the, point, they the, play with the Orioles. At the any post-season. point. So, so Jose Bautista. Sure. He would count. Then what's so bold about this? Well, that I would still need uh, that, that gives you a Jays, more. If the right. Blue Jays, that's Steve Pierce. That's Steve Pierce. and Jose Bautista. Right. Okay. Red, Are there any other men? Red Sox, and you get uh, uh, the pitcher. Well, I mean, to steal a, a term from Eric 
RDT, uh, would you like to take the under? No, I'll take the over. Seven. Yeah. Yeah, that's over. All right. Well, I was going to go 10, but I thought that was too bold. But I now I'm starting to think 10 wasn't bold enough. I got another bold prediction. Okay. Chris Davis gets a gold glove this year. <laughs> okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double down on that. He's earned it. And I think if he has another great year, like if he if he just produces equivalent to as he's done yeah. the prior, prior few years, I mean, we're, he and deserves we're, it. We're all expecting him to improve offensively after last year, right? Who? Chris Davis. What, with like batting average? Yeah, the batting average might be up a little bit. I hope so. I hope, yeah, I hope I, so. Yeah. Hope, hopefully we, he can get to that 250 mark. A little less <laughs> strikeouts. <laughs> strikeouts may be down a little bit. Hopefully get get closer to that 200 mark with the strikeouts. That was all, that's the best I got for the bull predictions. So I, I, one I, on the line? I got a bull prediction. I know we got a call. Can we hold it? Put him yeah, on hold? Yeah, let's, let's let's on Matt go first. He's yeah. the host. Yeah, absolutely. Putting callers over me. Don't I, be ridiculous. I thought you already made yours. What are you doing over there? No, I didn't make my I three. I was trying to narrow them down. Uh, Mine was so bold it spoke for him. Yeah, if 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 I already did mine, then then what is it? All right, our statistically best catcher this year. Whether you want to talk about WAR, home runs, bat net, whatever way you slice it. Okay. Our statistically best catcher this year will not be Wellington Castillo. I like that. I like and that. I'm not done. Will not be okay. Caleb Joseph. And it will not be Caleb Joseph. Oh. Our statistically best catcher this year will be Chance. Cisco. Wow. He's going to come up and be a contributor this year and be our statistically best catcher. But Josh, that's a hashtag bold prediction. Josh, that means when uh, Chance Cisco is a September call up and he starts one game oh, yeah. and he goes two for four, he has a 500 batting average oh, yeah. and he finishes statistically better than the other guys. Right. Have, no. you, have you looked at Joey Rickert's numbers from last year? It's that, it's that type of thing. Right. Whatever you want to do. You want to call it by war? Well, we can make it by, or by like war. Trey Mancini was like one of the top Orioles last year based on stats. No, I don't think anyone would really agree with that, though. I think we can come to a consensus if he really was statistically the best. Matt, I like that prediction. It's bold, and I would like to see it come to fruition. That's what I do. Things I want to see happen. Bold enough for rookie of the year? No, no. So not enough playing time. Not, not, yeah. I don't know if he'll be eligible for it. Right, because of playing time. Yeah. Now, All right. You went to the phone lines for some oral predictions? Sure. Let's see what's out there. Hey, you on Section 336. Hey, guys. It's me, Jacob. Thanks Jacob Rock. Hey, Jacob Rock. Thanks for calling in, man. What's up? I got some bold predictions for you, and I think it's going to knock your socks off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I My socks it. are on. Let's see what happens. Okay, hold on to your seats, because I do believe, I mean, everybody else there seems really pessimistic about this season, but I think the Orioles will break the 90-win margin. Mm. That, I like it. Uh, sounds I like about it. right to me. A lot and of people are saying the 89 number. I, I like I like over 90. I like it. He's bold. And not not only that, but there will be three 15-game winners, and they'll be oh. Tillman, Gosman, and Bundy. Ooh, I like it. Got a lot of innings for Bundy there. That'd be impressive. It sure will. I mean, I mean, this, I, I think this is the year that they realize that hey, this, we have to get to the World Series, and they're going to get a real big push like they like they did the, the two years ago, and they're going to go on a big tear, and um, they won't finish first place in the division. I still have the Red Sox winning the division, but I do have them. Um, taking a wild card game at Camden Yards against the Blue Jays. 
Oh, I like that. I, I would love a home field wild card game for the Blue Jays. I think that'd be fantastic. We should, it should a little be, revenge factor it should be a, re, a rematch where Buck actually gets to put Zach Britton yeah. in the game. Yeah, that would be awesome. And the best part would be it would, it would be the exact same situation as last year, and we hit a walk-off home run off their pitcher. Yes, that would Especially be. Especially if they don't bring in their closure. Yeah, and then whoever <laughs> hits a home run, we flip the bat. We do a big old bat flip. I would yep, love that. Yep. Let's do it. All right, that's it, guys. All right, Jacob. All right, thanks, Jacob. Good stuff, man. Jacob, we're going to see you at uh, Night at the Yard this year, June 6th? Yeah, you won't see me opening. I didn't hang up on him. I'm telling you. you, you I didn't hang up on him. I didn't. I didn't. He got hung up. He got disconnected. Oh, he got disconnected. All right. (laughs) Yeah. But cool. We hope to see him at Night at the Yard. Night at the Yard. Thir- uh, Tuesday, June 6th, yeah, Section well, 336, Night of the Yard? Yeah, next week we'll start promoting that hard. Oh, sorry. I teased no, no, it. it's fine. We've been talking about it. Tickets are up. <laughs> you can go and order them. But uh, we're going to start pushing it hard next week because we really want to wanna line these tickets up. We want to get uh, all you guys out together, hang out. Should we try and match the, the year one numbers? We sold the most tickets the first year we did this. I we think, did. I think we need to push. How many did we sell the first year? The first year. 100. 100? Beat it. I think it's a great goal. 101. Yeah, we need to set goals, otherwise we'll be uh, complacent. 101. All right. 101. What are you, a motivational speaker now, Bert? Yeah. Call right. me Tony Robbins. I've got, I'm a life changer, baby. I've got 100 tickets in Section 336 reserved right now. Sell them out. If we will sell 101. we got to sell these out soon so that we can then order some more in Section 336. Yeah, it's possible. Let's do it. Yeah. Here he is. Jacob commented. I'll definitely be in the yard. Good. That's we'll see good. you there, Jacob. Clarify that. Bring your friends. Bring your mom. Bring your dad. Bring your uncles. Nephews, nieces, yep. yeah, that's just, cousins you don't talk to anymore. It's, it's a lot of fun, and yeah, as we'll say next week, it's fifteen bucks. It's cheap. You can't buy you can't buy an Oreo ticket for fifteen bucks. No, you sir, liter- you literally can't. Nope. No, no sir. No service charges. And you get Not to a hang section three three six. And you get to hang on three three six. The best seats in the house. <laughs> yeah, we'll autograph your baseball. Ask yeah. Jacob. I'll autograph anything you want. Joe Mooney Jr. will be there. Sweet. It's comment. I'm reading. I'm just reading right. off the comment board. Nah, that's awesome. We should pay attention <laughs> to those comments. Yeah, if you call in, you have to come. Yes, That's, we got a couple caller in. Obligatory. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the uh, what's the chance that Steve Pierce hits a home run tomorrow? Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good, right? <laughs> yeah. Is he going to play? The I I think my bold prediction was the boldest out of all of you guys. So I want to give props to myself for having the boldest of the predictions. I, I think okay. mine was pretty bold. And he, big improvements from Wade Miley and Alvaro Jimenez. See, I I like mine being bold because then even if the Orioles are not going to make the playoffs, it gives me something else to cheer for. Can I can I can I, can I give you a couple of bold predictions? I was just uh, having the old vault here that I didn't bust out. Sure. All right. Open up your noodle. Yeah. Let me uh, whip out my noodle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrong, wrong phrase. <laughs> Toilet talk. <laughs> so one I had. Uh, the Orioles will get their first 20-game winner since Mike Boddicker in 1984, yeah. oh, and that I, guy will I be looked, Kevin Gossman. Oh, I looked at that as well. I think that's I think that's a, a bold prediction, but it's not too bold. Yeah. By the way, someone's messaging in saying they predict the Orioles will win 22 games, uh, go 22-140. All right. Thanks, so, Shane. Yeah. <laughs> um, my other bold prediction was, and I just, and I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I just do things I want to happen. <laughs> so like Chance Cisco being our best catcher, something I just want to happen. I want to win the World Series. Yeah, is that a bold prediction? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna add that to my list. Orioles win the World Series. Hashtag bold, bold predictions. My other one was Trey Mancini. Yeah. You know I got to get a prediction with him. It's the warehouse. He's friend of the show no, now. No, Trey Mancini will hit over twenty dongs. That's a lot of playing time. That's hashtag that's like, bold prediction. I mean, even with Mancini's pace, that's like twenty-two games he has to play. He needs. He needs. 
huh? Yeah. 22 games? Yeah, yeah. Like, if, he, if he does it like last season. I, think, I figure he just needs to play in 22 games to hit 20 right, rounds. Exactly. So as long as that happens. <laughs> no, but I mean, that's uh No, he'll need to play in like 100 games. He'll need at yeah. least 100 games. That's a lot. Yeah. That is a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a lot. That's why we call it bull predictions. Yeah. I don't really think it's going to happen, but I really I'd want love it to, to see happen. It. So I'm making it a bull prediction. We got another comment in the board from uh, John Cooley who said he'd be at Night of the Yard if he could, if only there was a quick way to commute from Las Vegas. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Just get here, man. Or at least call in. I don't want to hear about the people That's who aren't who, who aren't coming. I want to hear about the right, people who right. aren't coming. Why are we reading that? Yeah, I just I just think it's nice that even people from Las Vegas listen to the show want to be and there. I think it's cool. I think it's, we have a lot of a, listeners a quick way. across it's an United, airplane. We have a lot of listeners across the United States. So I think that's cool. And you don't have to come up come to Night the Yards to be a real three three sixer. Just no. listen in. Yeah. Uh, all right. Fine. Standings. Standings. Mm, mm. We right. haven't shared our kind of standing predictions here. All right. Yeah. On section three yeah. six, uh, where do you guys see the Orioles fitting in, and where do you see the AL East? How do you see the AL East kind of f- filling out? I've got the Red Sox in first, followed by the uh, Orioles, shortly behind the Blue Jays, or the Blue Jays being shortly behind the Orioles. Okay, so the Orioles in second. Orioles in second, Blue Jays in third. There's okay. two other teams. Uh, then I've got the Yankees and the Rays. I I said in my press box online prediction so i guess i have to stick to that since it's in writing it's in writing man i can't change it's, it now it's in a blog i said on the blog pressboxonline.com who we're section 336 is now affiliated with uh that uh the orioles are not even the third best team in the american league i think i think we finished fourth unfortunately i think it's gonna go you think Orioles are gonna finish fourth i do listeners can you call in and tell this guy's name hey I hope to, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be at opening day with all my Orioles gear, cheering my brains out tomorrow. But I'm excited. I think it's going to be Red Sox, Blue Jays, Yankees, Orioles, and and that's just how I see it. I hope I'm wrong. Again, I love the Orioles with all my heart. I just don't think this is the year, unfortunately. All right. Well, so so I'm sorry. Can you say it again? You have the Red Sox, Blue Jays, Yankees, Orioles, mm-hmm. but we're ahead of the race. Rays are last. Rays stink. Take that devil race. Right. That's the race. They might have won on opening day. They're currently in first place. Yeah. Your first place. Enjoy it now. Tampa Bay Rays. All right. Where are you at, Matt? Um, I, oh, and I went, what did I go? 91 wins? Yeah. 91 um, wins. That's Josh, crazy. I think you and I are on the same page. I, think, I see this as a three-team race. I think we're gonna, it's going to be the Red Sox in first, Orioles in second, Blue Jays in third. But I think there's going to be like three games separating all those teams. I think all those teams are really good. And it's going to be really close between all those three teams. Uh I mean, just it's a coin flip between those three teams. But I think all three of them will make the playoffs. Then I think well down, like under 500, you're going to have the Devil Rays, a little kicking old school there. Mm-hmm. And then in last place, with the worst, one of the worst records, I think, in the American League, is going to be the New York Yankees. I think really? they suck. I think they're terrible. Okay. Yeah, they have a good pool pen. I think they're too old in the outfield with guys like Gardner and Ellsbury who always get hurt. And in other positions, I think they're, they're too young. And they'll be kind of shown to have some flaws. So I think the Yankees will have a, another down year this year. Uh, so yeah, that's that's how I see it. All right, let's uh, let's take one more call. Hey, this is section three thirty six. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can yeah. hear you. Adam from Bunch of the Gap in Toronto. How's it going? Oh uh, man, the, it's the, the, the enemy. Blue Jays podcast. Yeah. These these guys uh, hate yeah, uh, hate, uh, hate Hun Kim, love Jose Batista, and throw beer at anyone nearby. Is that true? <laughs> That is 100 percent true. <laughs> Mostly just any left fielder that you have. Yeah. So who? Um, we'll throw beer at him. This is. 
Uh, so this is Dave on the line, uh, also right. the co-host of the Bunch Big Gap podcast. How's it going, guys? Hey, hey, welcome. It's good to talk to you guys. So you guys are Toronto Blue Jays podcast, uh, and I heard my co-host Josh was on the podcast, and after he went on your podcast, I yelled at him and said, are you an idiot? Why would you go on a rival Blue Jays podcast? We don't talk to Canadians. We certainly do not talk to Blue Jay fans, but uh, but he went on the show anyway. But so I, had, I had to explain to you that they speak English, not French. Yeah, that's true. You, I, you I were, was not you aware. Were a little confused. I was not aware. And you didn't even really quite know where Canada was when we were looking at the map. Apparently, it's north. <laughs> we do speak French, though, for the record. Je joue so baseball en hiver. <laughs> that is 100% true. Exactly what you just said. Yes, they play baseball in the winter up there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we actually just wanted to thank Josh, first of all, for, you know, extending an olive branch to... Yeah, uh, Josh was a good sport with the questions we asked, too. So yeah. we, weren't, we weren't exactly easy on him, either. So, uh, thanks, Josh. I, uh, I had to be soft and nice and easy on the... Uh, Canadians, they're not up to our level. It's yeah. kind of like when you go into an elementary school and you got to speak down to a level. <laughs> oh, I understand. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, guys. All right, guys. We wanted to ask you. Oh, you have questions? No, for I, have us, a, I have a question for you, real quick. They're, they're taking Can over I, the show. All right, th- this is, show is you called into my show. This is my show, so I'm going to ask the questions <laughs> here, and then if I allow you, That's I'll okay. let you ask a couple questions. All right. So, I want to start with this. Okay. Uh, we 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 don't like. Josh Donaldson, and we even uh, more don't like, I was the hate, I think is the appropriate word. We hate Jose Bautista. Um, Is is Manny Machado, is he enemy number one for you guys? And what is your, uh, would you, do you hate Manny Machado? Like, what's your dislike towards Manny Machado? And is there another Oriole that's on here that Blue Jay fans don't like besides Manny Machado? Uh, so the answer here is that we're kind of in awe of Manny Machado. We're a little bit jealous that he's not a Blue Jay. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, as Josh told us that he's the greatest baseball in the world after Mike Trout, but maybe going to be the soon to be greatest baseball in the world. Baseball player? Baseball player. Yeah, <laughs> not baseball. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's that uh, no, but I mean, like, you know, just as, as, as fans of baseball, you know, just seeing other great players, like, I, yeah, obviously envious that you guys have a guy like that on your team who's so young. Uh, and has so much potential, even that we haven't seen yet, right? right. Like, uh, mad respect to Manny Machado. We know a thing or two about good third baseman here in Toronto, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, he's not an enemy number one as far as I'm concerned. That may be, you know, Darren O'Day or somebody like that. Fair enough. In terms of guys that get under my skin, but uh, no, Machado's just, you know, he's really good, and you can't hate that. He's fun to watch. Yeah, he's a human highlight reel. Okay, that's fair enough. And I, and we've talked on here before how we don't like Jose Bautista, but when he was a free agent this year, and I know there's a lot of drama with Dan Duquette, he didn't want him because the fans didn't want him. But it's one of those things where I hate Jose Bautista, but if he would to sign with the Orioles, the second he hits a home run, and he's a good baseball player, so he would hit a lot of home runs, I would cheer for Jose Bautista. So my hatred is really contingent on well, the fact that he plays for the Blue Jays. Well, like, I don't know if you guys remember a few years ago when there was all this uh, drama around Dan Duquette taking the job that Mark Shapiro has right oh. now as president of the Blue Jays. We remember. Oh, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe that that was motivating some things. Yeah, that, that's true. All right, so so you guys have questions uh, or a Hold question? On. I got I got one more t- Toronto question. All right, fine, go ask it. When are you guys gonna fix your stupid stadium? <laughs> the sky oh dome is god. so I, bad. Honestly, oh my god, I know. So. We've we've been fortunate enough to have been to Oriole Park at Camden Yards. It's such a nice it's game. Great, right? It's a great place to watch a ball uh, ball game. Yeah, it's like it feels like baseball in this weird way that like you sit there and it's like this is what baseball should feel like. It's you know it's a summer afternoon or summer night. 
This is what baseball feels like. And you go to the stadium in Toronto. I've called it a cement toilet bowl before because that's what it feels like. It's, it's closed, it's dark, and it's, you know, it's just, it's, uh, it's not what baseball feels like to me. But, but you still have the Holiday Inn, right? <laughs> it's like a, it's like a Renaissance hotel. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who really knows? All, right. all, all my, um, Toronto Stadium references would be from 1989. They have a Hard Rock Cafe. Is that still a thing? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. That actually just closed down. Actually, like just two closed weeks ago. Down, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes my only reason for going. Huh? Right, right. Yeah, right. All right. So, so you guys have some questions? We, start, we actually just got a Denny's. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. I ever love the Denny's. That's great. I, I thought you guys were Grand supposed Slam to have, breakfast. Right. I thought, thought you were supposed to have Hortons. Isn't Hortons a Canadian like restaurant? Tim Hortons, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, and, and believe it or not, there was for a very long time there, right beside the the stadium, just a, a restaurant called Wayne Gretzky's. Obviously named after the hockey player, but that's it goes to show you how Canadian we are. Just to put a, a a hockey player's restaurant right beside the baseball. Stadium. <laughs> All right. Well, if we're just talking, if we're just talking about Canada and Canadians now, here we go. I just want to know, how do you not spill your milk everywhere when it's in a bag? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they buy your milk in bags. You guys buy milk in bags? Okay, yeah. so so let me give some context to your listeners then, because that's a that's a great <laughs> reference. But uh, our our pitcher Jay Happ, uh, who the Orioles will see on Wednesday, I believe he's starting the the second game of the series. But um, he was notably confused by the bag milk situation, and it's strange. Apparently, it 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 all. I get, believe it or not, it varies province to province, which. For your American listeners, is the Canadian equivalent of a state, but uh, the the, the <laughs> they, dairy you know, they talk down to us. They talk down to us so much. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, geographically speaking, we always. I'm not done talking about the bag milk. I know, <laughs> I know what a province is. Continue. And then and then you pour it into whatever you, you you need it for. But anyways, Jay Hop is like, "What's up with bag milk?" So this year, there's a giveaway, and it's a milk container that you put your bag milk into, and it's Blue Jays branded. Uh, this I assume for Jay Hop specifically. I can respect that. Can you know, respect. you know what's cool in America when we buy milk, it comes in the container that we pour it out of. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually um, do, I do enjoy seeing that in the aisle of the grocery store or something on a go. But, but like, wh- who are you to tell me what to do with my milk? I'm just I'm just <laughs> saying. You guys are jealous about Manny Machado. You should be uh, jealous about our milk containers. Yeah, I don't. Pretty nice. I don't care how yeah. you carry your milk. Not there's anything wrong with that. You carry your milk how you want to carry your milk. Whatever. <laughs> how do you guys How do you guys feel about Donald All Trump? Right. <laughs> Can we not go there, Bert? Okay, so you, you had some... No, I don't think you want to No, we, we don't want to go there. You just started a war on we, we, we rescind the question. Um, you guys have some questions for us, though. Go ahead. Yeah, so I actually didn't get the chance to ask this to Josh on, on uh, our last episode of Bunt to the Gap, but I wanted to get your guys' opinion of Steve Pierce because we just got him this, this offseason. Um, we hope he's going to be playing first base, but I think the job is going to be Justin Smoke at the beginning. Uh, so, like, what can you tell us about Steve Pierce that we can look forward to as Jays fans? Yeah, well, first of all, props on, like, inserting your podcast name into, into like, every question. question and every comment. <laughs> That's well done for self-promotion. Because right. here at Section That's an old trick. when we look at yeah. Steve Pierce, we think that, that... That's a veteran podcast move, so props mm-hmm. to you all. Um, our thoughts about Steve... Thank you. Steve, Steve Pierce, he, he had a roller coaster career with the Orioles. He was, he was really good. He was bad. He got cut. 
Then we re-signed him, like, all in the same season, which was kind of a bizarre year a couple yeah. years ago. And then he was a monster, right? We, we called him the professional hitter because mm-hmm. he just he just hit the ball. He even, like, did a stint at second base. He's versatile. Um, he wasn't a great second baseman, but he played it because he's, cause he's a professional well, baseball anything, player. Yeah. yeah, and he's a, he's a streaky hitter. He has, he has power. Um, he's not, as far as the interviews go, He's not going to give you the most intellectual responses. He's, he's, he's a baseball player. He's a Trump guy. He's there to play baseball. Yeah, he's there to play baseball, not to give the commentary. Uh, but, yeah, I think you can count on a guy who, when he's hot, he's one of, he's one of the, the best hitters around. Uh, the problem is he's a little bit too streaky, and we have kind of enough of those guys in Baltimore. But you, you hope he gets hot. If, you, if he's hot, you can ride that hand for – for for a while, and he's he's a likable guy. He's he's a he's a he's a good baseball player. Great, cool. Thank you. Yeah, no. I had a question. So uh, the the Orioles selected the contract of uh, Craig Gentry. So does that mean he's a full time left fielder for the for the Orioles this year? We don't have any full time left fielder. <laughs> we we're not into the whole full time deal. Yeah, we have we, we seven like, outfielders yeah. right now. We 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 like to go the platoon route. So uh, we, we're going to have, I mean, against the right, so opening day uh, against a right-handed pitcher, you, you're going to see Seth Smith and Hyunsu Kim in the corner outfield positions. Uh, the, the second day on, on Monday, I'm sorry, no, on uh, Wednesday. On Wednesday, when Hat pitches, you, you'll probably see some righties in the outfield. Does that mean Rickard? Does that mean Gentry? Does that mean they both play? No one really knows because it could be Gentry in the outfield or it could be Trumbo in the outfield, or it could be Mancini in the outfield. Yeah. We're all kind of sitting back and waiting to see how this seven outfielders is going to turn out, all of them being cor- corner outfielders. Uh, so we're gonna all kind of waiting to see how, how this works out. But against against righties, you're going to see Smith and Kim and Gentry probably won't play unless it's a late-inning defensive replacement type deal. Cool. Now, there, there's a lot of uh, hype, I guess, or hot takes or something across baseball, just like how impressed people were by the World Baseball Classic play where Adam Jones robbed Manny Machado yes. of a home run. Yeah, two so I wanted to get your perspective yeah. as baseball, as uh, Baltimore fans of just how crazy that play was. Uh, it's kind of stuff we see pretty regularly. Well, there was a lot. Of, well, we never we don't see, see Adam Jones, Adam Jones <laughs> rob Manny Machado. No, we don't. Uh, no, we don't. We yeah. don't. The last time he saw that happen. There was a lot of hype on Manny Machado doing things that Manny Machado does all the time. Yeah, we see him do that once a week. Adam Jones at, catching uh, Manny Yards. Machado is cool, but concerning that that could be happening in a few years. Yeah, that was pretty much everyone's response. Yeah. Uh oh, when Ma- Manny Machado leaves, if he leaves in two years, could we see that happen again? Uh, so it was, it was that take. And it also was interesting because Adam Jones is infamous for playing shallow mm-hmm. and so the fact that he was playing deep he's like really deep for Manny Machado and he just had to run like 10 feet to catch right. that ball is hopefully a sign that Adam Jones will stop playing so shallow and well what I thought too That's was it. that uh Adam uh Machado tipped his hat to Adam Jones if that happened in a major league game if Kevin Pillar robs a home run from Manny Machado Machado might throw his bat at Kevin Pillar, <laughs> so uh, he typically will not tip his cap. He'll throw his bat at him. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be no hat tipping when the, when the Blue Jays play the Orioles. And it made me wonder if Adam Jones played deeper because he trusts his left and right fielders in that situation, and I'm interested to see if that if that correlates. As opposed to the, the platoon that will be playing alongside of him the right. whole rest of the season. Now, now, do you guys up in Canada, are you all embarrassed that Baltimore is also uh, won a Grey Cup? <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to make us better. Let's go here. 
I'm just saying, we're the only yeah, American I, city that's got one. I mean, you're also the only American city that had a football team leave in the middle of the night, right? Oh! <laughs> oh this guy yeah. knows his Baltimore. This guy knows his Baltimore. Yeah, got him. Just, got just him. Get, get ready for Trump to build that wall. I'm actually an Indianapolis fan, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> did you watch The Wire? <laughs> right. Oh, of course I did. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. See, this is all people will know about Baltimore is The Wire yeah. and the team leaving in the middle of the night. They yeah. know that, that Bodie got shot on his corner <laughs> defending it against Marlowe. What do we know yeah. about Canada? Yeah. All, all your cops are on horses, right? Uh, Most of them, yeah. some of them, I guess. The good ones. The good ones. Even in downtown Toronto, there's some there's some horse cops around. Yeah, yeah. Now, funny story though. We actually, when we went to Camden a couple of years ago, we saw we were driving by this like train track part. I don't know where we were in Baltimore, and there was something on the wall that said like Lenny gets stitches, and then we all just like rolled up the windows and locked the doors because we <laughs> all pictured the wire. <laughs> we were like, uh-oh, Springer, Springer Bell's around here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> they were probably like in the Inner Harbor. It's, it's, it was a light rail. That's the way it is, unfortunately. <laughs> well, I, I tell you what, guys, and Butt to the I Gap, can... Butt to the Gap, we appreciate you guys calling in. Um, <laughs> what, what was what you call them? Butt to the Gap. Wait, but, but to the I, gap. I, have one more, I have one more question for you guys. All, all right, right so, yeah, um, go ahead. We got a show to do. Go a, ahead. A record... <laughs> I'm gonna say a record that I consider unbreakable is owned by a Baltimore Oriole, which yes. is Cal Ripken Street for the the longest games played, of course, uh, in a row. Is, is that cool to, to have that? Because in my opinion, that's a V record that will never ever be broken or, or come close. Because that just not happened with you know today's modern game. Oh, it's absolutely yeah, cool. It's cool. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. we were and we were alive to see it. We were Orioles fans. We were 16, 17 years old right. when that happened. We, right. you know, and right. we, and that was like my the prime of speaking for myself. It was the prime of my Oriole fanship. Uh, is fanship a word? Yeah, we'll go with it. Okay. We'll go with it. I'll allow it. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely cool. It isn't in Canada. I, I mean, I mean, for a long time, the only reason to go to a game with the Orioles was to see Calbrook can play because Orioles did not have mu- didn't have much to offer. Right, and for a whole season of like counting down the numbers on the warehouse, it was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, and if you think about it, and you hear all these stats, right, that a, a certain current player will have played in like 200 straight games, and you realize they have to play like another 20 years. Right, yeah. <laughs> to, no, it'll never to, happen to, to yeah. touch yeah. touch Cal Ripken. It's just it's insane. Manny Machado was was on a pace. Yeah. Until uh, he got in that fight with your uh, your Dono Ventura. Right. Rest in peace. Wait, he was suspended. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, it's to, to to not get hurt, to not get suspended, to just play every day is for for years. Right. Well, it's well, incredible. Or to when you do get a little banged up, get the lights shut off at Camden Yards. Yeah. There's some um, yeah, there's controversy. You know, yeah. Look up uh, Calvert Kevin Costner. Yeah. Conspiracy yeah, theories around. It's that. it's worth reading. Well, yeah. and fair enough. And you guys just signed another Ripken to the organization. Is that true? <laughs> we sure did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys know yourself. We got his son Ryan Ripken. You know, the Nationals drafted who, him. Who will he be playing? Play for the Nationals. Be playing at Low A Ball, and and we wish the best to yeah, him. Yeah, he's playing at his daddy's team. Yeah, in in ten years, we we may or may not hear something from him. We'll see. Uh, do you think he'll ever move past Aberdeen? All right. Yeah, I don't know. All right, guys. All right, bunch of the gap. Hey, you you guys. Thank you. This was a fun conversation. I was expecting more kind of verbal beer cans to be thrown at me uh but you guys were pretty genial and pretty, and pretty nice i am going to check out your bunch of the got podcast i haven't listened to it yet but i'm going to check it check it out now because i like you guys thank you it's oh, actually uh verbal milk jugs not beer cans yeah, so. fair enough yeah but the milk jugs don't hurt because they're verbal bags. milk bags they're bags they're, sure, they're, they're, bags. Bags. they're hard to throw they flop around all the time off your face it's yeah. like a water balloon 
All right, thanks, thanks guys. guys. Have a good night. They weren't so bad. I like those guys. <laughs> Everything bad I said about them before the show, I take back. Take I like back. those guys. Bunt to the Gap. That's a, that's a, I I, gotta, I haven't listened to the podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to Bunt to the Gap. Back. You should definitely check out the last episode, which is 90 percent me. Oh really? It's a lot of me. yeah. All right, I'll listen. I well, think, I'm not gonna listen to I that. Think the, the podcast. I hear enough of I you. I think it's like here. a 35 minute episode, and I think I'm on for like 25 minutes. I hope you represented us well, Josh. Oh, I did a great job. What, you <laughs> All got... Americans, I represented <laughs> to the Canadians. I really wanted to hear what they had to say about Trump. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> you you can follow them on Twitter at Bunt to the Gap. I just follow follow them on Twitter. At Bunch of the Gap, and you can maybe talk trash because they seem to, be, to take it pretty well. Yeah, I think we might follow up with those guys later in the season. Absolutely, I like those guys when we when we're ahead of the Blue Jays. Yeah, if they're beating us, I don't want them on the show. Yep, uh, but if we're beating them, bring it back. Love it. Bring it back. All right. Well, well we've gone is, over. This is our last show before the regular season starts for the Orioles. Yes, it is. What do we got to say for ourselves? <laughs> Well, Bert and I are going down tomorrow. We'll be there, Josh we'll, and we'll I. We'll be in section three thirty four. Three thirty four. Three thirty four. Uh yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm hoping to see some three through sixers. I'm hoping to meet up with some of the guys who are actually here with us today for Birdland Radio. Uh we got a lot of friends in the blogger podcast community, Orioles fans everywhere. It's gonna be crowded tomorrow. Uh everybody have fun. Look out for yourselves and look out for me and Josh and say hello. I might have a can we have magnets or something? Yeah, we'll bring some magnets. I'll bring some magnets, sure. I'll throw some in the bag. Stick them on some random cars in the parking lot. Absolutely. That's always fun. I still got to uh, keep an eye out because there are a few Section 336 stickers around the yard. If you see one like posted to a stop sign or something, right, that, right. that may or may not have been me. Hey, guys. Um, we have. I just looked at our people's reach with this app with this Birdland Radio. Yeah. Yeah. And it says two, 2,623. Which wow. is a little bit unfortunate because you just flipped that two and that three around and uh, you get Cal Rifkin's total uh, games played of 2,632. Well, well, let's go a little bit more. Let's take one more caller who's trying to get in before we leave. Let, let's do it because I want to get <laughs> nine more viewers. We need nine more viewers. So we can get to 2,632. Uh, how, how's it going? Where and are you then we're shutting from? it off. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I calling from? I'm calling from Las Vegas. I closed out the show last year. It's John. Hey! Yeah. You're just trying to time that perfectly again, aren't you? This... This is, no, this, believe it or not, I'm that busy. No, I'm kidding. This <laughs> is now an annual tradition where John from Las Vegas will be our last caller every year at Birdland Radio. What are you doing next year? <laughs> this is a, dude, this is the closest I get to being able to hang out with anybody on opening day. Vegas is just bereft of <laughs> Orioles fans, so this is it. I'm, this is me celebrating opening day, man. That's I've, awesome. Thanks. I've spent two days in Vegas. I hated it. Oh, oh stop. We're not, we just bashed the Canadian guys. We're not going to get on bash Vegas guys. John, I like no. Vegas. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Vegas is all right. It's not bad. Although, I, again, I, I do occasionally get to bump into people. I bumped into somebody the other day at like an Albertsons or something who was wearing Orioles socks all the way up to his cap. I was jazzed. MLB must have gotten just, they just provided his entire wardrobe. So, oh, nice. you, you bump into you bump into us occasionally out here. What do, what do you but, think about um, the uh, no, What mean, do you think about the Raiders? I love it. I love it, and <laughs> really? I love it for one reason alone. I love it because it telegraphs that we're ready for a Major League Baseball expansion team. Okay. Now that's good, only because maybe I'll get to see the Orioles <laughs> come and play out here at a road game. Yeah. 
Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't I mean, guys... no, seriously, it's being talked about. Rob Manfred was saying that uh, Vegas is not out of consideration for an expansion. He wants at least two more teams. Wow. Yeah, and we all and love the one that baseball. He was, yeah. Uh, he was thinking initially of putting one down in Mexico City, but the other owners, they're shaky about that. They're like, yeah, we don't know if we want to travel. Uh, but maybe they could plant one here. It would be rad. Yeah, I think once one, so, team, one um, sports team does, it's just a matter of time. If it's successful, that well, the other sports sure. teams do it. Hockey, hockey announced it, so then football immediately jumped on and said, us too. Yep. Yeah, and basketball and baseball, I'm sure, will be. I think John's on to something. Yeah. Oh, well, not only that. They're sort of telegraphing that they're getting ready for maybe an Olympic Games. Every rendering from the earliest sketch onwards of Raiders Stadium has a cauldron as part of the architectural design. I'm just like, what does a cauldron have to do with the Raiders? Oh. Olympic torch? They've been yeah. plussing up our sports infrastructure out here in Vegas for the last few years. I like uh-huh. that. I like, it just looks I like, like they could make a run at the Olympics. I like the Olympics in Vegas. I like that. Anywhere except for Baltimore, Washington area. I do not want the Olympics here. <laughs> no kidding. But, I mean, it, it's one of those sort of crazy things. We've got the NHL team, which, unfortunately, has a really dippy name. Um, but we've got the NHL team. We've got the Raiders coming. It's only a matter of time before we get a, uh, a baseball franchise. It's the, the, the Black Knights, I believe. I thought it was Golden Knights. Golden Knights, right? It's the Golden Knights, which is uh, weak. I mean, it's weak sauce. The design is weak sauce, too. Like, yeah. uh, I'm a designer, yeah. and I kind of look at the design. I'm like, could we punch that up a little? Yeah. But, uh... But it's a professional no, like sports the, team. The length... Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. So, uh, you know, it's happening. Things are growing out here. You know, before too long, we might see real baseball. I mean, we've got the 51s, They're the, and they're fun to watch. It's not quite the same thing as having a Major League Baseball franchise, though. And it's really, you just want the Orioles to travel to Vegas. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's it. That's the only. I mean, somebody asked me the other day. They were like, "Would you be a fan of the new team?" And I'm like, "Meh." But the Orioles, if they came on a road series, would be great. I'd be a fan of just about every other visiting team. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I'd probably. You know, I'd probably. I'd, uh, like they might pull. They might fall to maybe being a third string team that I pull for. But nah, I just excited about seeing the Orioles come out here. That'd hey, be cool. Hey, John. I'd be fine with that. John, how, how yeah. are you going to get to watch opening day tomorrow? Do you do it on an app, or do you go somewhere to watch it? What, what is no, the biggest thing? I'm going to do it on the app. On the app? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, just watching it on the app. Okay. Really. I mean, that that's it. I've tried to find, um, you know, if there's, a like, a, a Maryland-friendly bar. Mm-hmm. That's really, I mean, it's weird. It's like... You know, it's like anywhere else you go. It's displaced and or um, bandwagon fan Yankees and Red Sox fans and those sort of, that, that sort of ilk, those sort of bars. You know, seedy places where I wouldn't go because I'm a good upstanding citizen. Yeah, they're, they're the worst, um, absolutely. <laughs> right? They're, they're trying but, to give you, you that know, Baltimore feel. You don't run across like a... Ran- right? <laughs> you, don't, <laughs> you don't run across like... You know, a Federal Hill bar out here or anything like that. It just sure. doesn't happen. Yeah. So, what do you do? So, all the, we're all sharing our predictions. So, do, do you have a pr- prediction for the Oral season this year? How do you see them doing? That's actually why I called. Yeah. Uh, the planet's sort of bumming me out a little bit. Everybody's lowballing it and at most giving us a wild card berth. 
I'm I'm getting like a creepy 2014 black cat sort of feeling here, and I just I want to say we're probably by the skin of our teeth, but I think we're going to get the division. I like it. I think we're going to get the American League East. That'd be a lot of fun. I think it's it's sort of it, maybe it's just sort of lowballing it slightly to say that we'll get you know a wild card position. I think. I don't know. I got a better feeling this year than I did even last year at this point, and I think we're just going to scrape in. I think it'll be a fight. It'll be a brawl. We'll be, it'll be bloody. You know, our shirt will be torn. There'll be a little bit of blood coming out of our mouth. We'll look like Jim Kirk at the end of a bad episode. But uh, I think we'll get in there. Well, good. I, I like that. I like that prediction, uh, and I think that's that's a great last caller prediction to end on. The Orioles winning the division. I love it. I want to see champagne popped in Camden Yards. Absolutely. That's what I want. That sounds good to me. That's right. I'll sign up for that. Yeah. I think anything else is sort of selling us a little short. And I'm not Pecoa. None of us should be. That's right. So, right. If <laughs> yeah. you want to see, you know? yeah, if you get tired of the national uh, media putting us in last place, head on over to pressboxonline.com and check out the predictions there. They're at least more positive. Right, right. But but no nice. computer model there's, that's not computer models. No. The computer models uh, have us at uh, at 82 wins or whatever, right. or 79 wins, whatever it is. So, but, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, i got to get a feel about computer, this team. I'm optimistic, too. Computer models do not understand heart. Remember that. Computer models do not take intangibles into account. Yeah, absolutely. The players are not robots. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks, so, John. Appreciate you. Anyway, there you go. Out. You all have a fun opening day tomorrow. All right. Thanks, John. Thank you. No, no, I wish I were. The, I wish I were with you. Y'all have fun. All right, man. Okay. Take care, buddy. All right. Well, that's a nice way to. Uh, yeah. Close out the show. Our final again. John in Arizona. Yeah. Let, we got to end it that way every year. He's got a good timing to call in as we're trying to get out yeah. of here. Well, now now John's on the hook every year to, to come right, to right. you going. can't do it twice without mark your doing calendar it time. for Birdland Radio next year Start, you're starting your uh, your Cal Ripken streak <laughs> alright boys and girls appreciate you checking out Birdland Radio 2.0 hope you enjoyed the 24 hours not 24 hours the 10 hours of podcast uh, 10 to 9 what's that 10 to 8 30 11 hours of podcast uh, you can uh, thanks to all the shows yeah, if you, if, you, if you missed any shows, you can find them on your local podcast app. Yeah. Everybody was great. Shows. Yeah, yeah everybody's great. A lot of fun. Um, everybody's great. A lot of fun. Well, you can catch Bert and I at the game tomorrow. Absolutely. We'll be back with a normal show next Monday night. Yeah, get back on a routine next Monday night. No show tomorrow, but next Monday night we'll get back on a routine. We'll be, all be out the yards. I want to be there on Saturday. So you can also catch at the yards on Saturday. Again, it's yep. been a crazy week for Section 336. If this is the latest episode in your podcast and you missed all the others go back and listen because if you go back to the morning show we had trey mancini on if you go back before that we filled in for glenn clark for two hours and had great conversations getting ready for opening day absolutely if you go back to even one more episode from monday night where we had jeff and kyle from the frederick keys with some awesome talk about minor league baseball yeah here, here's a nice teaser for you guys if you didn't listen to the to the morning show of second through six um i asked Trey Mancini, who is the better outfielder, him or Mark Trumbo? And if you want to know the answer, you got to go back and check out the first episode. There you go. I, I, like I wanted to tip in with Pedro Alvarez into that, mm. but mm. thought we all knew that. Buck made it clear who's better yeah. between Trumbo. Yeah, and, he's not on the major yeah. league team. All right, boys and girls, thanks for listening. As always, you can follow us. Uh, you can follow at Berlin Radio. Uh, you, it's not really going to matter now. 
but 364 days from now, you're going to want to be following Afterland Radio yeah. <laughs> on Twitter. But follow Section 336 Show? Yeah, you can follow the show at Section 336 Show. You can follow me at Section 336. You can follow Bert. At Bert Rody. See you at the yard Monday and Saturday. And you can follow Josh. At Josh Soroka. And as always, go O's. Hey, this is Kevin Gosman. You're listening to Section 336, Baltimore's Best Sports Talk. And we're out. And we're out. (laughs) Woo! Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike feels like he's capable of a little more than just trips to the convenience store. Oh, also, he wants to let you know that you can buy a gallon of ice cream instead of a pint every time. (laughs) Those are his words. So he said roughly like, blink the last wheel. It doesn't really translate, but the way he said it was super funny. (laughs) Get 24-7 roadside assistance with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits and may require comprehensive coverage. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.